Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Dark greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number 237. For those of you who did not get that reference of Dark Greetings, that is from What We Do in the Shadows. Season three just started last week. I love that show to death. If you are not watching it, you are really missing out. Harvey Gian is the man. That's also how he does his after show. He says dark greetings when everybody joins up. So love it. Love that show. Sorry to be off topic already. <laughs> yeah, man, man, you just came out swinging. I'm off topic right off the bat. With me as always, as you just heard, my dark partner in crime, Mysterious Mike Talent. Oh, yeah, it goes well, you know, mysterious and dark. I like it. Dark greetings, Mike Talent. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. (laughs) All right, so Real Film Nerds episode number 237. We, of course, are very interwoven with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm sure no one that works for the Marvel Cinematic Universe knows this, or else we would have more listens, which is probably a good thing because they also can't sue us because they don't know we exist. But... Last weekend, we got a wonderful new film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, completely different than just about any film to date, and it is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Mike, do your thing. Give us the breakdown. All right, man. Um, This movie was directed by Destin Daniel Creighton. It was written by David Callahan, and screenplay was by uh, Destin Daniel Creighton. The screenplay was by Andrew Leanham. And uh, the cast for this movie is Simu Liu, Aquafina, uh, Tony Chai Wee Lung, and Manger Jing. And this uh, movie is about Shang-Chi, the master of unarmed weaponry-based kung fu, is is forced to confront his past after being drawn into the Ten Rings organization. I have to say, Mike, that description is absolutely terrible. It's kind of what the movie is, but not really. I didn't get that at all. Like, I didn't know that the master of unarmed weaponry would come... Like, I didn't know any of that. Like, I don't think that's explained very well. Well, technically, the Ten Rings are a weapon. Yeah. I mean, they sure are. So how would you be unarmed with weaponry? That doesn't make sense. Unless they're considering considering arms to be projectile producing arms, such as guns or uh, rocket launchers. That's the only thing I can think of. I'm not sure, Matt, but you're right. That's not a very good description at all. Yeah. F it. We'll we'll move we'll move on. So, Mike, um, what'd you think of Shang Chi? Um, so I thought this movie was a lot different, and uh, it kind of reminded me of a a Jackie Chan movie with a higher production value, and then it has a little bit of some Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon stuff in there, and I liked it. I thought it was fun. Uh, I was not expecting, I mean, I was expecting some uh, tie-ins 
Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, no, no spoilers. Yes, I, I know. There was just there's some things in there that I was uh, pretty surprised by, and uh, it was good. It was good to see. So, I, I don't. I, I'm not going to get into the spoilers, Matt. Like like you said. Okay, I'm just trying to protect because you know there is quite a bit throughout this film that lays a little bit of groundwork for upcoming films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, not a ton. But a little bit. It's not as heavy as like, I don't know. I don't know what the good comparison is. It doesn't matter. But there are things coming down the road. Like everybody knows uh, Shang-Chi eventually becomes an Avenger. Well, that's definitely coming down the road. And they elaborate about some of the things that are coming down the road to go with that. And we can discuss that when we get into the spoiler section. But so, Mike, I also enjoyed this movie. I thought it was good. It was a lot of fun. Uh, not quite what I expected as well. I knew it was going to be a martial arts movie. Um, I didn't expect several other things that was peppered in there. I didn't expect them to bring back. He's in a trailer. We can talk about it. But Abomination. Abomination is makes an appearance in this movie, and that's pretty cool because we have not seen Abomination since the Hulk movie that the Marvel Cinematic Universe denies exists, which is the Edward Norton Hulk. Ah, yes. The one... Yeah, was that the one that Ang Lee directed? Yeah, I think that was the Ang Lee directed Hulk movie, or am I getting confused? You're giving me a quizzical look, man. I don't know. That's why. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's the Ang Lee one or not. Okay. Yeah, that one was definitely different. Um, And I don't know. That's right before the Marvel Cinematic Universe started, right, Matt? Like, it was right on the cusp. Did it come out in 2008? Technically, they consider it the first Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, I believe. Crap. See, now I want to look all this up, but I can't type. Mike, you're the one that can type because your stuff doesn't make noise. Mine makes noises. Okay. All right, Matt. Distract the audience. Um, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. There they are, standing in a row. Big ones, small ones, some as big as your head. Yeah, was, okay. Uh, that's fine, Matt. You, you did a great job. Thanks, Thanks for that. Mike. For those of you who do not know, that was a song from The Lion King. Oh, man, I forgot. Liv Tyler was in uh, that that movie. The, yeah, she's the Incredible G- Hulk. Yeah, she's General Ross's daughter. Yes. Uh, 2008. And it was not directed by Ang Lee. So I'm thinking of the earlier one, which I think was 2003-ish. Around there. Something like that. This was directed by Louis uh, Leterrier. See, that's why I wasn't sure. Because I thought the other one was the one with the bigger names behind it other than, you know, Edward Norton. Because Edward Norton is pretty much the biggest name in the other one. I mean, other, Liv Tyre is a big name, and the guy that plays General Ross, so I'm spacing his name. He's a fairly big-named actor, too, but not at the level of, like, Edward Norton. Or at least back then. Now, right. Edward Norton isn't as big as he was back then. I mean, because back then, there was, you know, Fight Club and all that other stuff had happened that he was doing. You know, American History X. I mean, he was he was pretty big back then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I just checked. Uh, Hulk... Just the title Hulk was released in two, 2003, and that was the Ang Lee-directed version, and that starring Eric 
Banna, Jennifer Conley, Sam Elliott, Josh Lucas. So now that is not a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. So I'm not sure if Iron Man came before Hulk or if Hulk became came before Iron Man, but those two films are credited with the start of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I, I always think of Iron Man as the start. And I know that came out in 2008 as well. So I think it's kind of just a toss up. I would say probably Iron Man because if we didn't have Iron Man, we never would have gotten the second and the third one. You know, because they didn't make a sequel to that Hulk and Edward Norton was pretty much fired because he was so difficult to work with. People just did not want to work with him. So anyways, well, Mike, we're not here to talk about Hulk. We're not here to talk about Edward Norton. But, you know, it... it, plays a little bit here we're here to talk about shang chi so uh before we start getting into the spoilers and all of our other things i will do this i say you definitely should go see this movie in the theaters if you like the mcu if you like martial art movies if you like action films seeing this guy on the big screen is well worth the price of admission um yeah no it it was great martial arts movie man i i really liked it like um like i said earlier uh comparing it to jackie chan i mean that's actually you know quite an awesome comparison his movies were amazing in their martial arts it just seemed like this one had like a little bit bump up in some of the production of of the the stuff and that makes sense with the mcu kind of stuff behind them so yeah i agree should you go see this in the theater? It's fun. It's different. You know, there's there's some interesting uh, comic relief from uh, provided by uh, Aquafina, and uh, you know, it, it was it was good. I mean, there's some other comic relief, but I don't want to get to that because that's more of a spoiler territory. But we'll we'll talk about that. Well, Mike, since we're not having a Marvel Cinematic Universe tie-in, that only leaves one thing for you to ask it's true matt it's true so matt what are you drinking this fine morning evening afternoon tea time whatever (sighs) wow tea time blowing it up mike no brunch no uh, (laughs) no no brunch no liner yeah Liner, yeah, I guess I should have done that. Yeah, Liner or is it and Liner? Well, is it Dunch or Dunch? That's the third option. Yeah. So, all right, Mike, for uh, my Dunch, I am drinking a Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest Amber Marzen that I hunted down and found at the store. I wanted some Sam Adams Oktoberfest, but guess what? They were sold out at the fries I went to. No way, they were sold out already? Yes, sir. So I got some Sierra Nevada, which it's a good Oktoberfest. It's a little bit more hoppy than what I want. That's typical Sierra Nevada, but it's a decent brew. Okay, Mike, what IPA flavor do we have today? Or are you still Mr. Pumpkin Ale? Uh, No, Matt, Uh, I'm drinking another IPA. This one is from Goose Island. And it is called their Lost Palette, and it is a interesting IPA that has some cinnamon in it, and it's a little bit. It, I've I've had it before, but it was on the uh, buy one get one kind of uh, deal, so I had to check it out again. 
All right. That sounds like absolute garbage for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think you would like it at all, man. Nope. So, all right, Mike. Well, no Marvel Cinematic Universe tie-in since this is a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Let's go ahead and roll into it for those of you who do not want Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings spoiled. Go ahead. This is your warning. Turn it off. If not, keep listening. Um, here's another heads up for everyone that likes to hear my mom's segment at the end of the pod due to the Labor Day weekend. There was no radio because I record on Monday. So that means radio also gets a day off. Weird. I don't even know what that means. I didn't even know it was a holiday until I, you know, showed up and no one was there. But is what it is, you know, is what it is. So, dude, you didn't even know it was a holiday? That's crazy. I didn't, I barely know what day of week it is. I mean, when you work seven days a week, it all just, it all just blends together, Mike. Oh, so you're saying every day is a holiday for you? Every day is a vacation? Uh, Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Every day is a vacation, Mike. So, all right. So there uh, there will be no Magic 99.1 radio interviews at the end. I apologize. Next week, I'll probably just double down. I'll do two movies. So, but it's Mike's pick. I have no clue what we're talking about next week. So we'll find out later after we spoil Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Go for it, Mike. Spoil away, sir, since you're so anxious. Um, so I was really, really surprised when uh, Ben Kingsley's character, the Mandarin, uh, showed up in this movie. I was like, what? No way. And I, I know he's not the Mandarin. Uh, his his acting, uh, his character's name is, uh, oh, just, I just had it. Um, Trevor. Trevor, yeah. When Damn Trevor it. How shows do you up. not know Trevor? Trevor's like yeah. one of the best characters, Mike. It was uh that was out of left field, Matt. Like I was just blown away. I was like, well, that's interesting. Never thought I would see that. Oh, dude, I knew that was coming. They had to pay some kind of, you know, homage to it. And Iron Man 3 was so bad, especially what they did with the Mandarin. It's just it was just terrible. So I love that Ben Kinsley was in here. He got a little bit of a redemption. His best friend is Murray. I mean, Murray was awesome. Murray, no, was no, the Murray, tits. Murray was really funny and awesome. I have no clue what it is. It's a furry loaf of bread with wings. Yeah, yeah, with a butt and a no, like, and it's fa- like it had no. It it was weird, but yes, it was awesome. Uh, a loaf of bread with wings is a good description, man. Yeah, a furry furry loaf of bread. Yep, but I I loved it. Um. Wong, I loved Wong making an appearance. You know, I how they teased in the trailers, how they had Abomination when he was going to that fight club, betting, whatever. I thought for sure he was going to fight Abomination. And then you see Wong's in there just going to town on Abomination and taking him out with his own punches. I just, I loved how they just sidestepped everyone with the trailer. I mean, that was just so good. Yeah, it was good to see Wong back. And uh, I kind of figured there would be, you know, there's watching all these Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, man. We know there's always some sort of tie-ins and different things, appearances, different cameos and things. So I was expecting some people. I didn't, uh, I definitely didn't expect uh, Trevor. Uh, that that was, that blew me away. So and it was cool to see Wong. Uh, he's like a logical fit for this this movie. So I thought it was good. 
Well, and you're going to start seeing more and more of, I'm not sure if you've watched the new Spider-Man trailer, Mike, for the new film that's coming in December. I think I saw it. It's it's a uh, No Way Home. Yes. Is that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw the trailer. So basically, they've been teasing it. They've talked about it a lot. The next phase of MCU, along with the Eternals, is the exploration of the multiverse. So you're going to see a lot more characters from the Doctor Strange world because they're the ones that interact with the different multiverses, or they're the only ones that really know they exist at this point. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense with all the 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 dimensions and different things that the Doctor Strange uh, or do they have? What is their group name? Do they have a group name? Uh, what are they called? Who? The Doctor Strange people. Like they're just his. I I don't remember what all the the uh they're not magicians but they're uh wizards or sorcerers or whatever i don't know if they have like a particular name off the top of my head i i don't remember but okay but wong's like you know his his right hand man and dr strange is the one that as you see in the spider-man trailer starts dabbling in the multiverse and then you get a little bit in this movie in shang chi the world that shang chi's mother comes from at least how I understand it, is that is another dimension. It's not a place on Earth. How you get to it is through that forest. It takes you to another dimension. And so that's why everything is so different. And that's why there's the soul eater and all that other stuff. And so that's why, you know, you see Wong in here a little bit and you start getting... So we're just starting to get dabblings of these different multiverses, these different dimensions. So like how they even explain it, um, the soul eater is from a completely different dimension that f- stumbled upon the dimension that Shang-Chi's mom is from. Ah, okay. All right. That makes a lot of sense, Matt, because I was like, what is this place? This is kind of weird. And, right, yeah, but that, it's, that, it's that, not that on Earth. A lot, yeah, that makes a lot more sense, yeah. Yeah, so, and that's the thing. Like I said, we're going to get a lot more. Uh, Eternals is the next one up. It's coming out in November, and then we get Spider-Man in December. So, by the start of 2022, it's going to be full-on multiverse. Yeah, yeah. This is a packed year because of uh, the COVID. You know, we got four MCU movies this year, man. Four. I'm interested to see which one does the best. Uh, Shang-Chi right now is killing it. Absolutely killing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what's going to do the best. I, I always kind of lean towards the holiday releases because it just seems like so many people go to the theater during the holidays. But you never know. Maybe this one, Shang-Chi, will just continue to have legs and just keep on keep on fighting. Yeah, see what I did there? Fighting its way to through the, the competition. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Mike, you got there. You got there. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Megs might be disappointed. But I'll allow it because she expects better puns out of you. She really does. Well, well I, I think I'm just working on my dad jokes, and that was a good dad joke. I think it was mediocre at best. It, yeah, but it was it was it was good in that it wasn't good. Okay, all right, I'll give you that because I was going to say your wife has better dad jokes than you do. She's a she mom. Does. She has way better dad jokes. Yes, I'm. I failed at my dad jokes. I'm still going to dad joke school, and uh, it's tougher than you think it is. That's what she said. 
Yes. No, that doesn't work very good. Eh, I tried. Okay, Mike, so there was something I was going to say. I completely forgot what it was. Oh, that's the thing. Um, Shang-Chi technically came out on a holiday because it was Labor Day. Uh, yes. Yeah, a holiday weekend, yeah. Yeah. Like, because uh, so, it came out on the Thursday. You it's know? not... Like normal. Right. It's not quite, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas where literally everybody gets the day off. Well, just about everybody gets the day off except for Walmart employees. But... um, Nice, man. Nice jab. Yeah. I think the big thing, and this isn't... You know, I'm not racist or anything like that. I'm just trying to explain. This movie is a Chinese-based movie. When it releases in China, I don't know if it has yet or not, it's going to just blow everything out of the water. Because even if, like, 20% of the Chinese people go and watch this film, that's still more population than the entire United States. And so I think this film is going to do really huge internationally. So I think we should probably try and pay attention more to the U.S. box office on how these next four films go. My prediction, I I, I give it to Spider-Man. I mean, everybody freaking loves Spider-Man. They just do, especially Tom Holland as Spider-Man. They love that kid. Yeah, they they do like uh, Spider-Man. We've always had a love affair of Spider-Man. It's like one of the original movies that they're just going to keep releasing over and over doesn't matter what happens just kind of like superman you know there's just certain like batman dude we're gonna have like batman forever you know there's always gonna be another batman there's always gonna be another superman there's always gonna be there's just certain ones that are so beloved by you know everyone that they're just gonna keep making them because they're like i want to see my version yeah, and I mean, Spider-Man is a little different than Batman and Superman, other than being, you know, Marvel versus DC. Um, if you take Spider-Man, you compare him to Captain America, or you compare him to Thor or Iron Man or any of those, you know the big difference? Spider-Man's a kid. He's a teenager. So most people that read the comic books are the younger generation, and they really, really relate to Spider-Man because he has these struggles in school. He has these struggles with parents. He has his struggles with kids. I mean girlfriends and all that other stuff so that's why spider-man is always really kind of stuck out because he's always been portrayed as a teenager currently in the comic books he's i think he's out of college or something maybe in his 20s 30s but there's spider-man he's just multi-generational versus superman or batman but i mean everybody loves everybody loves superman and batman too i i do so yeah well i just feel like those characters are just touch something and and so many people have grown up with them and read the comics or watched the movies and just continue to fall in love with the characters over and over again and so hollywood is gonna just keep making movies i mean if people keep going and keep wanting more movies you know like the christopher nolan batman series was amazing but you know they just keep making new ones and the new ones are like meh i don't know i think the christopher nolan was batman's was so successful because it was a different take on batman it was more realistic it was more gritty it was more based on the dark knight series by frank miller it was just a really down-to-earth just dark 
normalizing of Batman in a way. And Christopher Nolan really captured it. I mean, in his actors, in his writing, in the sets, in the lighting of the scenes. I mean, he just he just knocked it out of the park in those three movies. He really did. Yeah, he for sure did. So, okay, Mike, let's get back to Shang-Chi. We got off a oh, little yeah. bit again, yeah, but yeah. Oh, it's man. How how off how off can it be? We're still talking about superheroes, you know. So I, I don't really consider Shang Chi much of a superhero. Shang Chi is just a normal dude that really knows how to fight. Um, he's been trained to fight. He's supposedly the best martial artist on the planet, and that's why he's so good. So when he gets the rings, he's even more powerful. FYI, spoiler: that's a huge one. He gets the rings at the end of the movie. Is what it is. Um, if you notice the rings turn a different color when he uses them. Oh yeah. His, yeah. I definitely noticed his mom had the yellow power as well. The, the, one of the hypotheticals that everybody's talking about, you know, she says he has the heart of the dragon. Yes. Well, he, one of the theories is that he inherited that power from his mom and his mom is a descendant of the dragon. And so that's how she can uh, wield that power. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what did you think of the fighting scenes in this movie? Like, uh, did you think they were well done or how? Oh, I thought they were amazing. My favorite okay. was the scaffolding fighting scene. That scene was amazing. That was so good. Yeah, dude, the scaffolding was really impressive. And, you know, I keep saying it, but that some of that stuff really reminded me of the Jackie Chan type movies. But it was great. It was well done. It's not like a dig on the mov- uh, those movies at all. Like, I love those movies. It's just, I felt like this movie just brought it up a notch, you know. So, I thought that was cool. And this movie is definitely less superhero-y like, and more just normal fighting and normal people except for the guy with the long sword arm thing that's a little weird yeah and he is a character from the comic book world mike okay well he's just he he just he was like the main henchman and he just stuck out he was weird dude like it was just weird well and he he was uh supposed to be romanian which i thought funny was a little funny I mean, I don't think he said anything in the whole, like, what, did he ever really say much? I he think never he, said much. I think he talked a little bit, but not a, not a whole lot. Oh, yeah. I'm trying Razor to, Fist. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm trying to look up his name. Yeah, it was Razor Fist. Yeah, that's an absolutely ridiculous name. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy uh, Volume Two. What, what? What's your name? Oh, Taserface. Yeah. Yeah. What's your name? <laughs> Taser. <laughs> <laughs> Could you yeah. say it again? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a terrible name too. My question is: is if if the machete blade goes back into like the rest of his arm, then wouldn't he be able to not move his arm, but he still moves it? Yeah, that's definitely a good question, Matt. I have no idea. It was, I don't know. See, I'm wondering, not to get more like theory and hypothetical, but I'm wondering if it has something to do with Iron Man 3 and Extremis, because if you notice, the blade was orange. And Extremis is from, there was a dude in this film fighting in that fighting world 
that had that extremist uh, stuff because he was glowing bright orange when he was fighting. Oh, so I'm okay. wondering if he's maybe a remnant of that because he does talk about the Ten Rings and, you know, that dude was supposedly the Ten Rings and he was supposedly the Manchurian, the Mandarin, sorry, not Manchurian, Mandarin and all that. So I'm sure the Ten Rings, like the actual Ten Rings, Mandarin, uh, Shang-Chi's uh, father, really does, you know, uh, control all this stuff because they're starting to kind of, they use this movie to explain that. But like the 10 rings have been around forever and they're behind a lot of stuff that's just always been in the shadows. Yeah, no, you're right. That That's what they were talking about. Um, Matt, I, I guess since we're in the spoiler zone, what did you think at the end where all the, the henchmen and everybody just changes allegiance and they're... There with, uh, uh, you know, uh, Shang-Chi's sister. So I don't know if they change allegiance. They were trying to save the world. But I think Shang-Chi's sister is going to become the leader of the Ten Rings, and she is going to go evil. And Shang-Chi is going to have to confront her at some point. Um, I don't know if you know this, Mike, but Shang-Chi is a trilogy. This is the first film in the trilogy. So we will see what the other two films have. I'm sure the Ten Rings will make another appearance. Uh, possibly, maybe a Disney Plus TV show based around the Ten oh, Rings. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it definitely it definitely seemed like they were setting her up to to go to the dark side. Well, because at the end, I don't know if you stayed all the way to the end, but it says the the Ten Rings will return. Yeah, no, I stayed to the end end. So, yeah, we're definitely going to get a lot more of this universe and a lot more of these villains, and we'll just kind of see how everything plays out, you know? I'm I'm excited for it. We'll see. All right, uh, Matt, how was your movie-going experience? Uh, was it packed? Uh, what, what was it like this time? I went preview night, uh, which is Thursday. Mike, I believe you went preview night too because I texted you and you were at the movie. I was like, "You son of a bitch!" So yes, uh, I did go preview night because uh, the long weekend and we had a bunch of stuff to do, so I cranked it in. I, I felt obligated to go Thursday as well. It was pretty much the only time I could get in is in since I had to go down to Phoenix again and watch my beloved Rattlers win and go to the championship, which. Uh, Really sucks because I was planning on going on vacation for the first time in well over a year and going and seeing Mysterious Mike Talent, but that didn't happen. So go Rattlers. Woo! <laughs> so do you have to go travel for that, man? Are you going anywhere no, for that? No, they got the um, so the final regular season game was against the Frisco Fighters. The Frisco Fighters were the number two in the league. So basically whoever won on that game got home field advantage for the championship. If they go to the championship, Frisco lost, but because we won and we had the best record, that means we got home field advantage. So we're playing the Massachusetts pirates. They're coming out here this weekend and we're playing on Sunday at three o'clock. Okay. All right. Well, good luck to your team, Matt. And, uh, it's disappointing that you weren't able to come out and see me in person, but we'll see each other sometime soon, I, I would think. 
I think I'm going to have to, as much as I don't want to do it, I think I'm going to need to schedule something to come out and see you sooner than later, even though we won't be able to do the thing I really wanted to do. Uh, things are slowing down. Typically, the easier time for me to get time off to head out there is the winter months. So I might be coming out there within the next six months, I would guess. And if we just okay. hang out and I go and bebop around town on my own, so be it. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll figure it out, Mike. I, I'm disappointed, but I'm happy as well. I don't know. Things happen for a reason. I feel there's a reason why this happened. So we'll see. We'll see. But um, so I, that's why I went on Thursday because I had a lot going on. And uh, the theater was not empty, but it wasn't full. Uh, everyone there was you know, there to see the movie. They all wanted to be there. That's one of the reasons why I like to go on Thursday nights because usually you don't get too much talking. You don't get a whole lot of kids. It's usually people that really want to see the movie. And it was a good experience. I, you know, had a beer, had uh, two hot dogs. You know, they're a dollar. It was, it was good. It was good. Nice, man. Yeah, my, my experience was uh, similar. A lot of people wanted to be there. It was it was good. Yeah, it wasn't super packed, but it was, it was full. Like you know, none of the front row stuff was full, but like all the back, you know, back section of the theater with all the, the stadium seating stuff was you know all taken, and it, it was nice. Well, good man. I'm glad it was a good experience. So, okay, Mike. So, shall we do it? Sure, man. Uh, let it rip, Matt. Would would uh. How many reels are you going to give this one? Oh, you want me to go first? I'm very oh, yeah, excited man. to hear what your rating is because I think my rating is going to make you fall over. Okay. Uh, I mean, go for it, man. Uh, I, I I like hearing your rating sometimes. and be like, what? Okay. All right. Here we go. Mike, I loved Shang-Chi. I think this is the best movie. Uh, not best movie of the year, but best Marvel movie of the year. It's one of the best ones since Endgame. Uh, I absolutely loved it. I give it four and a half reels. I love this movie. Wow. Yeah. I I am I am a little bit floored, man. That is that is that's great, dude. It's a martial arts movie crossed with a monster movie with superheroes thrown in here and there. Loved it. All right. Um, I give this movie uh, four out of five reels. I I had a good time with this one. It was. You know, you, you go to the movie to be entertained, and this was very entertaining. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was it was a lot different for the MCU, and I liked the different. It was good. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was great. I, I love that it was different. Uh, it it was two hours and fifteen minutes, I think, something like that, and yeah, it kind of dragged a right. little bit in the middle. I would say second act it dragged a little bit. But it wasn't awful. There just was a lot of character building and story building. But then Ben Kingsley comes in and it's like, oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's pretty much exactly right on. Nailed it, Matt. So, all right, Mike. So here's the real question. Mysterious Mike Talent, what movie are you picking for next week? All right, Matt. So, um... I thought we'd give the movie theaters a break slash there's not a ton of stuff coming out uh, this next weekend and uh, watch a streaming movie on Amazon Prime called Jolt. It's starring uh, Kate Beckinsale, 
And it looks kind of like a female version of Crank. So I'm interested in seeing it. Dude, I, I've seen trailers for this. It looks interesting. I've been wondering where Kate Beckinsale has been. I need her in my life. She is nice. She has a British, ac- British accent and she is attractive. So I'm all down for this, Mike. I'm up for it for sure. One thing though. Yeah, uh, it looks good. I got to t- gotta say that we really got to discuss uh, Harvest Horror Fest. We really got to yes, figure out do. what movies we're going to do for that because it's knocking on the door, Mike. And, you know, we already missed one of our annual events we do, which nobody complained about. So I think it's probably dead in the water now. But uh, we're not letting Harvest Horror Fest die because we do get a lot of listens for that. So we need to discuss the four or five films that we're going to do because there are horror movies coming out in the theater in October. Yeah, dude. I think we have to do Halloween Kills because that looks great. I want to do Halloween Kills. Um, There's another one that looked interesting, but I'm on the fence about it. Um, Gosh, I don't remember what it is. It's not Halloween Kills. That's okay, dude. We will discuss it later. But uh, yes, we do need to discuss that. I will, man, I will try and text you what I'm thinking this week. Yeah, dude, we'll figure it out. We got a month. We got some time. We got that one that I told you about that I purchased uh, for $2. We could do that. Um, I don't know if, oh, you yeah. were, if you're the one that uh, found out that I have the entire Friday the 13th collection on my voodoo because i noticed someone's been watching them uh there may or may not have been a view here and there uh i've I also uh, yeah i've started to i really want fall to happen so uh i keep uh trying to force it to happen and uh by forcing it i just pretty much every day i just wake up drink a pumpkin spice latte and then drink a pumpkin beer at night and then you know um, watch a horror movie and just get all warm and fuzzy well i i can you know i'm always excited about this time of year autumn and fall is one of my favorite times of year but not this year i could go the rest of my life with never experiencing another fall or autumn or let's just say another october because mike as you know i enter a whole new decade this year and i am i could i could postpone that for a bit you know, I could postpone that for a while, but whatever, you know? Well, all right, Matt. Hopefully uh, you can get enough pumpkin in your life to, uh, you know, help you handle it. Or at least uh, that's how I handle it, you know? It's just, you got to get a lot of pumpkin, you know? Your your blood's got to turn orange. I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot of bourbon. A lot of bourbon. Do they have pumpkin bourbon? I don't know. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It's just going to be a lot of bourbon. I'm going to try and, you know, time travel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, what, what was the movie? Um, um, I'm spacing uh, where his uncle uh, gets a time machine and it's like he just electrocutes himself. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> the, the, yes. Yeah, is is that the kind of time machine you want? Man? Yeah, he gets <laughs> the the, the <laughs> time machine. He sits down and he puts it between his legs. Oh God, right in the nuts! Ridiculous. No, I don't want that kind of time machine. No, I want the time. Yeah, no, I want the time machine where I wake up in another place in another time in another area. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm I'm just 
just wandering mad. I don't know. Like, for whatever reason, I just, what was his name? Uncle something. Uncle Jimbo? No, I don't know. It, it was funny, though. Uh, th- that that scene. I was like, what? What do you mean you bought a time machine on the internet? Of course, Napoleon is the one that tries it. And they're both, he goes up to him, he's like, your time machine doesn't work. And they're both, like, scratching their nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh good stuff man good stuff yeah a lot of people don't like that movie and i don't know why i mean yeah it's a goofy movie it's goofy humor but there's a lot of a lot of good in that movie it's it's funny yeah yeah no i i mean vote for pedro yeah yeah that was great <laughs> i don't know i really like that movie it just it's quirky it's it's different i thought it was a lot of fun well, all right, Mike. Next week, Jolt and not the cola. Yes, Matt. And this movie, I mean, it kind of seems like Crank in in some ways. So I'm interested to see what's going on with this movie. But hey, Kate Beckinsale, I figured you really this was like a win win. I was like, Matt's not going to mind watching this one. No. You know, the other one that I'm really interested in watching is that one. Um, that's on Netflix, uh, starring uh, my sister's future lover, uh, Jason Momoa. That looks like a good movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, that That one did look like a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I forgot about that one. Maybe maybe we'll do that one soon as well. It might be the week after. I don't know. We'll see what comes out in the theaters. We've been going to the theaters a lot, though, so I, I'm good with dialing it down a little bit. Yeah, I figured give you give you a few minutes because you know you're always so busy, Matt. Yeah, well, th- like I said, things are slowing down. You know, I actually kind of had a day off today. I mean, I still was working from home, but uh, I just kind of watched TV. And Back to the Future was on on AMC, so I watched Back to the Future one and two. And I didn't clean. I didn't do anything. I did my dishes. I feel like a slacker. I really need to do stuff when I have some time. But I just was like, you know what? I've earned this. I've earned this. I want to relax. So it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you only have a, a few uh, closings this, this month? Like six, seven? Five. Ten? Yeah, I only have five. Yeah, five. So that's that's yeah. good. It's pretty junky. Yeah, I know. I'm terrible. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. <sighs> well, all right, man. I, I, I think... I think we're, we're rambling now, so um, I will let everyone get going back to uh whatever they were doing or are doing and uh thank everybody for listening make sure to follow us on facebook instagram twitter and you know go out there and stream a movie or catch a movie and catch us back next week where we're going to talk about the movie jolt thank you for listening to the real film nerds now don't forget to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at real film nerds now go out and catch a movie Thank you.